Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. Pat Snyder, State Representative Pat Snyder, is here in the house with me watching me try to maneuver the board. And oh my gosh, there's so many things to do before we go back on air. <laughs> Good and then, morning. Thank you for joining me this morning. And then also via phone, State Representative Scott Krug. How are you, Scott? Doing good. I'm just sitting here imagining Pat trying to run the board for you. Like, Mike, no. Do this, Mike. Over here. Come on, Mike. I got this. No, no. I'm staying out of it, Scott. (laughs) It's a new board since you've been here. Yeah, it's a new board, and uh, most of the electronics are the same. But, yeah, I wouldn't be. I'd be more of a hindrance to poor Meg. Oh, yes. Man, I remember I remember those shows back in 10 and 11 when I was first running, coming yeah. up to the studio and hanging out with Pat up there. I miss those days, Yeah, too, those were the so. days, Scott, yeah. Yeah, I used to. I <laughs> when, was, when, go ahead. When everybody who was on our side was actually on our side, we yeah. all had the same goals, you know. Yeah. I, I, never mind. Sorry, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, those were the days, my friend. Although, and it, it seems like it was just yesterday that we were united around the common cause to beat Democrats, but... Something has changed. Not sure what it is. Maybe it's uh, too much pride or ignorance or I don't know. I'm not sure what it is, Scott. But um, you and I spoke on the phone again um, after our conversation. You were you were on the program last week. We talked in person last week when I was down in Madison. Evidently, this narrative persists with this group, which I refer to now as the tabloid fringe, that continue to to spread this misinformation, I hate to use that word, I don't even like to acknowledge it, but it is misinformation, the mistruths about this Zuckerberg constitutional amendment. Maybe this time, if you repeat it again, Scott, it will finally stick with these people that persist on spreading this information. Yeah, you know, I kind of, I've, I've boiled it down to like a 15-second elevator pitch because I'm in sales, right? You know, I sell houses every day. Maybe I can sell this one on people. Everyone who is in the assembly who was there last session voted for this thing. All of us who come back are going to vote for it again. All of the new people who are there are going to vote for it again. It's going to come to committee. It's going to get done. Hopefully that helps. Well, that is pretty sure. It it doesn't, Scott, because it has to be this April. They have to have it this April. Remember? Right. I forgot about that because it's not, no matter what, any election that it's on, it would not go into effect for any election until the presidential election in 2024. Exactly. Even if we voted on it in April, it wouldn't have mattered one little bit. It wouldn't have changed a single thing on how anybody viewed those CTCL dollars in Madison or Racine or Kenosha or Brown County. It all would have still happened because if it's on the ballot this time, it's not, it's not law this time. So we've got time. And that's the biggest thing that people have taken away as a misunderstanding is that there's no more time. It wouldn't have changed anything this election, period. You know, wouldn't it benefit our society, or at least our state, if uh, government 101 were taught in the public schools so that, so that uh, well, I guess it's adults that don't understand how the legislature works. And I've often thought our Get Involved Wisconsin organization should have some primers on how the legislature works. But frankly, I don't think those people would attend because... I honestly think they choose not to to seek the truth. They choose not to uh, call their state representatives or state senators and actually become informed about what it really what it really means, what the legislature, how the legislature works, and how a bill becomes law, and how, as this as the case may be, a constitutional amendment actually happens. You know, it's interesting when we did this last 
get involved event in Wausau when I was on the legislative panel and was discussing this with people. I saw a lot of heads nodding, like, okay, I, you know, I get it. You guys are going to get it done. I appreciate that. But then as soon as Robin got up and said the same thing, then Robin was lambasted by the 10 or 12 people who wanted to play that game, right? But it was the same exact thing I had said 15 minutes earlier. So I think most of the issue is surrounding personality conflicts that people have with the you know, supposedly evilness of Robin's boss versus the actual process that we're going through. Well, and I'm sure that you right now are in a room where Robin Voss is twisting your arm to say something positive ow, about ow, him. Ow, oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's implanted small explosive devices that if we say anything negative, he'll blow, you know blow our heads off. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh <laughs> my gosh! And, and you know the I'm only sure. thing we can do at this point is is uh, is mock them because you know it, it's so frustrating as 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 much as I try. And through Get Involved Wisconsin's organization, as much as I try to just inform people, make people aware of what is fact and what is fiction, they haven't made up in their minds what they're going to do. And sometimes I think, Scott, that this is behavior that's more uh, applicable to Democrats than it is Republicans. So I got a little story for you. So you got about 30 seconds for this one. Sure. So on election integrity stuff, every day we get calls into my office this session already about local municipalities and having issues with elections and needing advice and somebody hearing this and somebody hearing that. So yesterday, the constitutional question we did get on the ballot, the bail reform question, was being challenged by some of the clerks in the state of Wisconsin as not being legally in front of them to be legally put onto the ballot. So taking the role of election integrity very, very seriously. We spent the entire day yesterday trying to make sure that we can convince the county clerks using the Wisconsin Elections Commission, the chief clerk's office, the, all of the tools that we have, the Legislative Reference Bureau, et cetera, et cetera, to even walk through some of the clerks in the state through the process of how to get a constitutional question on the ballot. So, I mean, people want to look at the headline issues and the things that they think are super important, but this one that's never going to get into the press was uh, something that was could have been catastrophic yesterday if we weren't actually staying vigilant and doing the work that people sent us to Madison to do. It's frustrating. Yeah, we have an adult in the room with campaigns and elections now. Yeah, well, and and I'm grateful for that. And I guess, Scott, I wonder, I think I asked you this earlier this week when we talked, I wonder how many more times we're going to have to repeat the same thing before those who choose not to accept reality will actually believe what is true. Yeah, and I think, you know, like I said when I was on the show last time, where I actually gave my cell phone number out to anybody and everybody that wanted to talk about election integrity issues in the state of Wisconsin, whether it's local, county, state, whatever it might be. You know how many calls I got, Meg? How many? Zero. Not a one. <sighs> Nobody on that, that side, or whatever you want to call it at this point, wanted to directly discuss it and said they want to play the game with the emails that float around from Jefferson Davis saying that those are the word of the, of the word of the Lord. And I just, I wish people would take the time, honestly, just give me a call. Like this guy up at the event we did in Wausau with that, uh, you know, tried to play this big game that he snuck a, a picture with uh, Robin Voss and had this clown face painted over his shirt. And Robin was all smiling and called him a goof and a fool and everything. I mean, it just goes to show that that's what it is to these people. It's just, it's a game to them. And this is way more serious than being some 
little gotcha type game that we're trying to put on here in the state of Wisconsin. We're trying to protect your constitutional right to carry a firearm. We're trying to protect uh, the right to you know, have government involved in so many of these things that the liberals would take away from you, that protect every single your one, single one of your rights from photo ID to uh, you name it. I, I just, even at this point, if it's even just a simple truce with these people until the end of the Supreme Court election, that would be preferable to anything else right now because all that's happening right now is that election is being sabotaged because it's not getting any oxygen for people to, to hear about or consume. Right. It's it's so frustrating. Yeah, that that um, spectacle of uh, that, that occurred at, at the event. And, you know, what I... What it reminded me of, it's very reminiscent, and, and, you know, I'm sure, Pat, you remember this. I'm sure you remember this too, Scott, because you lived it down in Madison. But during Act 10 and all of the protests and when Governor Walker was traveling the state I get during the recall and, uh, and campaigning, and these, these crazy Democrats would show up at these Walker events and try to disrupt them and and try to be spoilers and that's what it reminded me of and I thought you know I've been to plenty of political events where the uh, the Democrats have sent trackers to to try to catch uh, a Republican in a gotcha moment and we, we you know a lot of times we figure out in fact interestingly the last get involved Wisconsin event that we had in September there was a Democrat tracker at our event and we were able to identify him and we asked him to leave and we escorted him out to his car and this is the same this behavior is too much like our opponents and sometimes I am inclined to believe that these people really aren't Republicans they're really not behaving like Republicans and they're only trying to sabotage our chances of winning elections. Well, and that's the most unfortunate part about it is even even this guy that was up in Wausau this week, he's all over Facebook afterwards, you know, putting this out there that Robin was a goof and a fool and that he was a proud Act 10 protester during the days of Scott Walker and he hated all of us back then and he still doesn't like any of us now. And it's like, okay, well, what are you there for? What is What is your goal? What are you trying to do? Because if you're not reaching out to your state representatives and telling them, hey, I've got a concern, you got five minutes to talk and tell me what's going on, which in the most cases when that happens, everybody ends up on the same page. If you just don't do that, you just don't want to try to do that, then what are you really trying to accomplish? And that's what makes me think sometimes, like you said, how dedicated they are to actually protecting all of these things that have been done since Scott Walker and the Republicans took over the majority. So I, sometimes I, I, I would love to sit and spout off all of the things that are at risk here. I'd love to spout off all the things that they could do to get involved, to help, and use all of that energy and time they have towards something that is going to be fruitful instead of something that's going to, you know, come back at them tenfold and make them look like idiots. But sometimes, thank people just don't want to hear it, unfortunately. Yeah, I just, I don't understand how those people function in society. How do they keep jobs? How do they, do they have any personal relationships that are positive? I mean, is that what really is at the root of, of this problem? Is that they, they have such unfulfilling, unhappy lives that they want to make the rest of us unhappy too? I, I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, look at okay. Here's the here's the last example I'll use today. Is the yesterday Dan Bice of the Journal Sentinel did this crazy hit piece on Jennifer Doro mm-hmm. because of something that her son was allegedly involved with, and mm-hmm. threw it out there like it was the word of the Lord again, right? Mm-hmm. And anytime people see these types of stories, then people who are not as involved as some of us are 
start to think those conjectures and anecdotes are the truth. So it's the same on this side of the equation when people start throwing out all of these uh, quote-unquote uh, stories and truths that they think are true, uh, and nobody confirms anything. So it's even into the mainstream media at this point, with the Journal Sentinel you know, doing the same thing on the left, and uh, our folks sometimes doing these things through emails, and uh, it is everywhere. So the thing that I've always taken on, especially this session with campaigns and elections, I mean, it is the straight-up no BS express. If people don't like what has to be said or what they are going to hear, it's not always going to be what they want to hear, but it's going to be what they have to hear because there is process, there is rule of law, there are things that we can't do on our side, like violate campaign finance stuff like has been going on with some of the county parties and uh, all of this you know, crazy intimidation stuff that goes on sometimes. I, it, it, the list goes on and on. We cannot you know, just, just throw out the rule of law and what exists right now, and we cannot just throw out the legislative process and do whatever we want. We have to go through the process, to pass the bill through the legislature, to get it signed by the governor, to get it past the courts. All of these things all play together, and they all lead up to this spring election, where we need the courts to be on our side because we know the governor, the people these people should all be upset with, we know that that guy is not on our side. He holds the entirety of one-third of the lever of government. Without that lever or a counterweight to that lever, we have nothing. Yeah, and why aren't these people showing up at Democrat events and disrupting their events and posing for pictures with Tony Evers and and, and and making a spectacle out of him? That's what I that's what leads me to believe that they are truly not interested in seeing conservative principles and conservatives prevail in elections. That's that's the only thing that I can conclude because even Robin Voss himself said at the event, okay. Do your research. Verify before you start spreading information in which you have no basis, you have no way to, to, uh, to corroborate whatever it is that is being spread around. And, you know, you use that example, Scott, of Jefferson Davis. And, and you know, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, this person has, has appointed himself to be. I, I, I have another one of his... Uh, dissertations that I've printed out. I, I'm, I'm almost out of printer paper as a result, but uh, he calls himself the spokesperson for election integrity for Wisconsin ad hoc committee, full forensic, physical, and cyber audit. I mean, you know, that in itself. I, I, I just, I do not understand what motivates someone to spread information around that is not true. Yeah, I, there's, there's really no way to discern why or how or what. But like I said, and I'm open to that conversation with Jefferson. I'm open to that conversation with anybody in any of the groups in any of the counties in any part of the state of Wisconsin. I literally will sit there and talk about it all day long, every day of the week, every month of the year, every year of this decade, until everybody knows what exactly is going on and that there is no tinfoil hat conspiracy going on in Madison that's stopping them from exercising their right to vote, which I sure hope they do. When it comes to April. Yeah, I guess. Well, I hope this did it this time. I mean, I... I doubt it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll be cautiously pessimistic. No, I'll... I'll, I'll wait for the phone call. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, you do that, Scott. <laughs> you could, you'll get my phone call again where I'll have to verify again. Tell me again, Scott, what is it that I'm missing? Because I understood it the first time you explained it. I understood it when Robin Voss explained it last week, and... 
I've understood it again today. So I'm hoping that you repeat something often enough that people will start to put uh, two and two together. Anything else you want to add before you go? Not really, guys. Uh, just besides good luck. I mean, <laughs> if you get any phone calls or emails or anything like that, I'm always available. So just reach out to me anytime. It will be the... Uh, will be the No BS Express that you need to get the information out to the people that need to see it and hear it. So. All right. Well, thank you. Have a great weekend, State Representative Scott Krug. I appreciate your time very much. Take care, guys. Thanks, Have a Scott. great day. So Pat Snyder and I are still left here in the studio, so we're going to chat after this break and uh, during the second half of feedback, and if we have some time, we'll take some calls as well. 715-845-2155. Right after the break on WSAU Feedback. Thanks for joining me on WSAU Feedback. My guest in studio, State Representative Pat Snyder, will resume our conversation right after the news. If we have some time, we'll take your calls as well on WSAU Feedback. <laughs> 